happy 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 new year everyone i hope and i believe you actually had a good good one because i did have a beautiful christmas in new year um well it's not it it wasn't the same i have to say it wasn't the same especially with the whole covid situation but i hope and pray that your families are safe you're keeping safe and uh you are staying safe you know washing your hands uh sanitizing wearing your mask at all times protect yourself protect your loved ones uh for us to stay with our parents i think it's very necessary that we actually do more in trying to protect them and avoiding the risk of them getting covid 19 so let's just keep praying and believing that things will get better but otherwise, I hope you really had a good year. I hope 2020 was everything you hoped. Actually, not everything that you hoped for, but everything better than you hoped for. And for those who had a bad year, I pray and believe that good things are going to happen for you this year. We serve a living God, right? For those of us who know God, for those of us who trust God, we are aware that God is for us and he will never let us down. So... Ah, uh, let's get into the new year, right? And what better way to start a new year by talking about finances? Because, I mean, it's finances, duh. So, uh, when we were young, we used to have the excitement of going to school. And, you know, if you get broke, you call mom, you call dad, and queer your way around it, and you get through, you know, right? So, uh, but... We have evolved. We have grown up. And now some of us, I know very many part of my age who have very many responsibilities that I don't have yet, but I will get. So today I'm going to talk about financial discipline, but from Anita's perspective. And uh, guys, I kid you not, I am going to bring the best person to talk about finance. Like in the next podcast, I, I beg of you, please make sure you tune in because this guy is everything you want for finance he's he has set up his own company he has built it from the from zero from zero i'll i'll actually ask him to tell his story and he has seen failure and success and trials and tests and he has actually overcome all of it and he'll be he will be honest he he's still struggling with so many other things but he's on the journey that i think so many of us could be afraid to try but I've learned so much from him. He's a very good old friend of mine of 2010. And um, I think you guys would love him. So, but first, <laughs> let's talk about me and my financial discipline. Anita, I always tell people that I, I have financial discipline. I, I'll be lying to say that that is, you don't get tempted to, you know, do something. But trust me. I'll beat myself up if I get it. That is me. Then I've, I've been approached by so many people asking me about financial discipline. I need to do a podcast on, on finances. And I feel like maybe I have given off that kind of vibe to show people that I actually have discipline. And I am grateful for it. I don't take it for granted. I'm glad that I actually have it. I I, I, I think I give credit to my mother. <laughs> My dear mother, yeah, let me tell you something about my mom. My mom, 
would even tell you that this money is all yours. Hmm? But I kid you not. You will not touch half of it. It is yours. It was given to you. But you're not going to touch all of it. You want it? Give me a reason why. That was my mother. Trust me, in those days, I'd be thinking, this woman is such an evil woman. She didn't want the best for me. She's da 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 Right now, I'm saying, oh, Fiox, thank you. Thank you, because if she had not been that person to me, I wouldn't have the discipline I have now. My first year at campus, I got broke. <laughs> Honestly, I've, never to- I- I've told very people this story. I got broke, and being raised in, uh, not raised, I think I didn't grow up learning, knowing how to beg or ask, you know. And then I feared to tell my parents that I didn't have money, that I'd actually spent all the money. I was so scared to tell them to the point that I I literally remember taking tea and tea, water and tea leaves. Is that even tea? <laughs> Is that tea? <laughs> That's like water, right? No sugar. I had no sugar. My roommate was not around. I don't know where all my friends were. I don't know why I didn't even ask for my friends. I think I couldn't trust where they were. I went to my room and I was so hungry guys i was really hungry when i think about that story i'm wondering why did i punish myself that much like i don't think my mom would let me suffer that much but i was so scared to tell them and okay there was a lot of background to it but i was so scared to tell them and i knew if i tell my mom that i had spent all the money she would eat me up alive so i said no let me let me just bear this storm my dear (laughs) The next day I realized, I was like, okay, wait, I am not, I am not an orphan. My parents have not chased me from home. They have not, I became a pretty good daughter. I was like, you know what? <laughs> Let me go tell my parents that I am broke. But I did, and they actually, they came through, and it's so weird that I don't even know why I was, I was finding it hard to tell them or call my sister. I think I was really naive. It's crazy. I don't know why I did that to myself. Like, there were so many things I could have done. <sighs> so weird. I feel so bad that I could do that to myself. But it was a, a good learning because I promise you, me, there is no other semester that I ever got that broke. Ever. I would get broke in terms of, oh my God, I'm running short of money for spoiling. But when it came to my necessities, uh, food, I made sure that I had something. I. I planned for my money. Now, that is where I learned financial discipline. Because in school, it was hard. We had food, everything was there. You get broke, you'd, you know, eat one, starve once, right? So I took that to campus and, oh, it hit me. So after first time, I became a bit more aware, a bit more disciplined with money. Because first of all, we're in hostel. You had to buy yourself food or prepare the food. So it was a bit of, it was a, bit of a journey. But um, I picked up. By third year, we were cooking food in our room and all that. But first year, I was a bit uh, not interested, you know. But, you know, I picked up, you know, you can go buy um, that ready-to-eat porridge. I used to have that the whole semester, guys. I went home. My mom got shocked. I would actually take flour, millet flour to campus. I would go and buy, buy like, spaghetti, buy, um, you know, those foodstuffs. And then would take to our room and uh hi charity yes we'll take to our room 
and when those days came eh, you know those hunger days we knew we had our sugar we had our porridge we had those things that kept us you know going so it was like yeah this is we are broke eh? but we are not going to starve we are broke just we're not going to go eating you know the food at the near restaurant of like 6k now it's time for looking for rolexes <laughs> and tea. the brokenness that we reached was not the same brokenness of zero so for me um i have i would call her my young sister she approached me and she was asking me about financial discipline and i was humbled that she could actually ask me about this all i have to say about finance financial discipline is basically being in control of your money how do you control your money i i have a boss kudos to him simon kahero and i have appreciated the fact that he pushes us to read he really does and um i have been reading books but when the internet went off i was forced to actually read most of the books that i'd been having on my phone pending and all that and most of the books that had actually remained pending were financial discipline books were books about money i had a i had a book called the smart money woman i had a book uh, the richest man in babylon there's one i'm reading right now it's called the sato the subtle art of not giving a mm, an f um then i read of course uh, is it finding a godly something okay that one was about relationships yeah but those three books i have learned so much from them you know and i was so happy to pick up the smart money woman it was an african woman's uh with financial freedom and i realized i do so many of the things they do when you get your salary what's the first thing you do with your salary do you have a plan for your salary i feel like my planning trait has helped me do you plan for your salary do you actually sit down and say I'm, I, this is the money i have so what am i going to do with this money and it needs to fit in you know that money that you have to spend is it fitting within your expenditures you know and by the way <laughs> financial discipline means eh, you live within your means don't go above you can actually live below your means because when you live below your means then you have more money to save i think that is in the smart money woman where they talk about living below and i think the richest man of babylon somewhere those books have almost the same thing if you read all of them you actually get realized they are talking about the same concepts um live below your means because definitely if i earn let's say 1 million and um i'm looking at 1 million net not okay they've already cut off the tithe i'm oh, sorry not tithe they've already cut off the nssf and all those things provident fund da 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 now i have 1 million net but for if you are a person like me who tithes then you know 1 million that means your gross is about what 1.2 something i think uh that means you're going to to get tithe for us who tithe you tithe the gross so if it's 1.2 10th of 1.2 is about 120,000 around there yeah so i get my 120,000 tithe and then um let's say there's something i wanted to save i need to save money but I also need to spend but remember my savings they can either be higher or lesser it depends on how you want to plan it but personally I usually would try to make sure I give my savings something good as much as I'm trying to you know 
maintain my certain lifestyle i had to make sure my lifestyle was fitting within that extra so my expenditures should be the extra now this is me without bills now you have a family you have bills to pay now that's when you sit down personally i believe in i think i got it from my my parents especially my dad bulk purchase you know if i want to pay for electricity i'm not going to pay ten thousand i'm going to pay enough power that i know can take me a month or more so that at least by the time i get my next salary i have power i have water i have paid all my bills yes i have lived alone when i had traveled to mara da so i paid some bills <laughs> if you have to pay rent think about it but then at the same time if you have all these things you need to understand how much you earn and how how you're living hmm? You're not going to be earning one million net. You have responsibilities and you want to rent a house of 500,000. What madness is in your head? Hmm? What? There is no kind word for you. You need to understand your money. If I live in a house of one million, maybe I earn 10 million net. So why are you complaining? You don't understand salary as me. Work within your means. Let us avoid peer pressure. These things, I love my friends for one thing. None of them tries to live in, a, in the other's, you know, bracket. What we do when you don't have, you say, I don't have, guys. I'm not okay. And this is it. And if we are willing, we chip in and help each other. That is what you need. A circle of people that either support you or, you know, accept that you don't have something and that's it. Then people are going to put you on pressure to do something and then it's not working for you. Then there's, I mean, if you don't have responsibilities, why are you renting a house of 500000 when you earn 1 million? For what? Then what are you going to save? What are you going to spend on? Where are your bills going to get paid? You know? What are your opportunity costs? Opportun- I like calling it opportunity costs. Everyone keeps wondering why I'm still home. But guys... <laughs> I go where? My parents are in the city. I can't drive to where I stay. It gets inconveniencing once in a while, but the greater good. The money that I could have spent on my rent or the bills, I spend it on my investments. I invest in things. Right now, yes, I'm a landlady <laughs> because I have invested. But at my age, so many people have not done that or even who are older than me. They've not done that. Very many people are still in debt over weird things. When you've, people are like, I mean, I mean, I'm an impulse buyer. Are you an impulse buyer because you can afford it? Or you're an impulse buyer when you don't have the money? That's another thing. I have built relationships with people. If I had clothes, what? Most times I have people that I can call and get these things with, without paying them. But you see, I sit down and first think about like, okay, I don't have money right now, but I have money this time. And this thing, I want it now. So, have that conversation with the person like are you willing to wait if they're not willing to wait let it go then it's not for you if they're not willing to wait then mm. now these are people i'm talking about the impulse buyers that you want something build relationships with people where you don't have to pay immediately sometimes and when i'm saying don't pay immediately i'm not saying keep the data and then it becomes an issue plan for it within your money honestly for those who know me, my phone i literally have my notes and i have like jan salary feb salary much salary like and i break it down if anyone has i have a debt with anyone i put it at the top of the list and i start breaking it down to where it will fit where is this money going to come from so in whatever i'm doing i need to make sure that i'm keeping in mind with all the debts and all the things i have to cater for if someone's wedding is coming up 
I have my whatever thing is coming up, I make sure I put it in this whole system and I'm calculating what's my balance at the end of the day. I've removed my tithe, I've removed this debt, I've removed this debt, I've removed this debt. What do I have? I have this. Okay, if I have this, is it enough for me to play around and still do something else? Is it enough to sustain me throughout the month with all the things I have? Do I have a birthday? And people keep thinking, oh, you, you're always out, you're always out. It's not because I just wake up and use money. It's because I plan for these things. I don't wake up and everyone keeps wondering how I did my birthday last year. I literally planned for that trip. From the beginning, I knew that my September salary was actually going to save one whole million just to go for this and i kid you not i was not going to use one million but i saved one million because i knew what if anything comes up i need to be ready and by the time october came i had this money because i had planned for it so every other thing that i had to do i had already fitted into other things even the people weddings and all that except the ones who came in abruptly i had started everyone i knew when i would pay everyone i knew when i'd give everyone what i needed to give so you need to sit down and plan your money face your debts if you have a debt so how are you planning to work it out sit down and write your debts how much do I have in debt? How am I going to actually fix this debt? You need to sit down and put all these things on paper. If you read the book of the Smart Money Woman, you'll actually see that she actually puts down everything and accepts that this is where I am. I am in so much debt and this is how much I earn. If that means you have to earn like how many months money to actually fit within. And you start cutting back and then you think, what are the things I'm spending on that are not worthy? Are you spending on certain things that are luxurious, like data? Honestly, me, I buy data 100k, 30 GB per month. But I use it. Work, personal, I use it. Mm? But now, because I use it, but let me give an example. If I did, it was not a, a, pri- not a priority. It was, uh, it was, if it was not a necessity, then why should I be buying all that? You know, you can break it down and say, you know what, I've been spending all this. It's not necessary. It's wastage. Let me reduce. If you're living in an, a house that is expensive, stop worrying about people. No one cares. People are going to talk whether you do what or what. Get out of the house and find something that works for you. Why wouldn't you want to sleep in peace than sleeping in all that drama and the noise and the confusion and the and then the, the drama that's going on around you be happy find peace you know with your finances accept where you are we, we are all we are not equal we cannot earn the same money you know so i need you to know how to be disciplined hmm? you need to understand your needs versus your wants when you're planning for your money the needs should take priority that's why I was saying me tithe. Tithe is, a, tithe is more of a need because I need to pay my tithe. That is, as a Christian, as a, a person of God, for me, tithe is a priority. Then, mm-hmm, what else? If, let's say, I had fees to pay, I, if I, people were paying fees, you know, we have three terms for school-going kids. Honestly, education is important. Investing in your children is good. If you know that this is going to happen, how are you planning to make this money be there? And once you get money, hmm, how are you spending it? I feel like sometimes we spend above and beyond. If you can't afford the school, I know it's good for the school, but would you rather have your child sit home and miss out? Or would you take them to 
a cheaper school i'm not saying a bad school but a cheaper school because there are still good schools out there that are cheaper you don't have to take them to a very large school understand the level of school you're taking them to and actually pay your money's worth and you're like you know what this is what i can manage we've seen kids come from the worst schools and still make it who says yours can't and i'm not saying settle for the dust settle for the worst i'm just saying have you stopped to look at your finances and appreciate them and accept them for what they are and then try to work backwards ah set goals set goals if you don't have any goals you're going to fail because thing is what do you want to do for yourself what plans do you have for the future do you want do you want to start a business do you want to what do you want to do you know when you have this money personally i have always loved real estate so and i am not I, i don't have the business thing in me oh god i don't and i made peace with that long ago i'm not a business person i'm a typical western i think i'm not a business person i am so i can do real estate because it's the one thing i feel i don't have to really struggle with i can i love i love saving the environment so i love to i would love to plant trees at some point now these are things i know i can invest in and maybe have something at the end of the day i also have business ideas for retirement but you see the times you feel you're under pressure then i realize you know what breathing let go which people are you surrounding yourself which people give you financial advice this friend of mine that's coming is the one person I'd run to for anything financial because ooh <laughs> I would get ideas and be like yes this will work for me and you know what it will work so who are your friends who is influencing your decisions who is influencing your money are you having poor saying let's go smoke or let's go drink or are you having people asking you questions like are you saving are you having financial conversations with your friends are they talking about finances and how to grow your finances what to invest in so that you can do better what to do how to save those are the conversations you should have with your friends not just gossiping have the conversation so your your friends matter your friends actually matter in all these things start a saving account i think some people find it hard then but you can get a fixed account um and financial discipline doesn't okay the people who are really really disciplined they'll end up losing their money so you can put it in something that you feel is not going to you know, tempt you to get the money out you can have a fixed account or something saving for a certain number of years or put the money in uh you know a mutual fund these are conversations i would love my friend to have with you and help and guide and open your eyes to see that there is actually more out there things you can do and play with money and still earn you know without making any losses the thing is in the in the richest man of babylon they talk about the saving that for every money you earn like for those of us who earn salaries you get a tenth of that money and save it put it aside no matter what the situation is no matter what problem put that money aside if for nowadays you can actually have a sacco a saving account or something always say that tenth is going So if you're like having the 1 million you can say okay 100k every single month. You see 100k looks little but at the end of the year it's going to be 1.2 million shillings. That is how much you're going to have at the end of the year. And I tell you what you get that money you put it somewhere and it will grow. The next thing after saving is putting your money where it will grow. 
of course money that stays there dormant is not is not worthy so you have to make sure you invest the money in things that will actually grow but before you invest speak to people who are in these fields you know people who are doing things if you say you want to you know because in the book they talk about people who are dealing in merchandise or gold are you talking to the people who are in these fields are they guiding you and telling you the mistakes they made and how they overcame them those are people you need to ask people who are in those fields you can't come and ask me anything to do with the a business when i don't have a business because i will never give you the proper picture but you find someone who has that you want to open a hardware hmm? you go to serum and talk to them if you have the time or someone you know that has a hardware inquire make questions and don't ask just one person you can inquire from many people and see how it is you know inquire before you invest just anywhere and then you see how your money grows but for me the biggest thing i can say about investment is land buy as much land as you can because that's the one thing that we always appreciate in, in in value and if you've not yet figured out what you want to do with your money it can always help keep your money with the value you know then when you're ready to do something else you can sell off the land and do whatever you want to do or you can use that money that land to do greater i always find that that's a good way to actually avoid falling into you know useless things where people ask you for your money and you then you end up giving people your money and then learn to say no you can't always say yes to everyone hmm? me <laughs> i think some people will say i'm just but i'm like no if my money is set aside for something i only and only give actually it's not it's, i think it's like my dad who I, I can give that money to and when i give it to him i also know that he's going to return my dad does not borrow and not return my dad will borrow money from you and he'll give it back to you he may take a week or two but he'll give you back your money that's my father for you and i love that part of him that discipline because like your money is your money so if you're even lending people you know are you lending to the people who are going to refund or you're giving people who are going to just give you headache and then you forget that you even had money on your account because that's what happens when you have money stashed away everyone's like what are you using your money for and all that so you want to prove to them that actually you have money hey let them think it's okay you know what you're after focus on that push for that yeah so for me i think i'll stop there for now for any more inquiries please share with me questions i'm going to send them to my guest and let him prepare because i've talked to him he's very willing we just need to find time and actually make this happen but i would love you to hear from him i think you'll be so blessed so touched financially i hope my little nuggets <laughs> can help you uh personally open conversation is good when you're asking questions and i have something to give so guys send me your questions i'll sh- i'll share them with him and we'll come and actually give you some feedback on them i'm sorry i've taken long without recording and it's been a busy time and i may not record as weekly but uh i'm going to try to make sure that every month at least i give you something or more than one a month it's okay whichever it is otherwise for me i wish you the best i love you thank you for everything you do thank you for loving me or and the books that you should look out for the smart money woman uh you can look out for the richest man in babylon you can look out for the subtle art of not giving a Mm-hmm. the curse word if uh then you can also look out for atomic habits 
atomic habits uh how to what in that other part but it's atomic habits yeah like discipline and all financially uh look out for another book i'm trying to remember another book another book so that you can actually go you'll actually learn so much from these books you know i i I kid you not you're going to be the happiest and you'll understand what i mean with all this or it's atomic habits tiny changes remarkable results yeah so then also look for marie folio everything is figure outable that book is beautiful when you've lost hope and you think things cannot work out or things can't be fixed this book will be the best book for you everything is figure outable try to look for it and read it and you will be blessed you'll be touched you can also look for Shonda Rhimes Year of Yes. That one is more of an inspirational book for you to, you know, um, do the things that you're afraid to do. Um, yeah, I think those are the books I would advise you to read, you know. Then Oprah has one, What I Know For Sure. And that also is about inspiring you, you know, and the, the, the struggle to success is not easy. So keep going, keep doing everything works out when it does from mine to yours i love you till next time bye